match day this was. <laughs> Second one of the day. This is the match day number two of the Premier League. That is what we're calling our Premier League special and our predictions for the week. What match day two? What a match day this was. Oh, what a match day this was. Yeah, it's our thing for the Premier League. It's oh. Making fun of Jamie Carragher and his American accent. That's what he got it from. So <laughs> that's what we're calling these uh, Premier League predictions and preview shows. Yeah, so whenever it's not, in, like I know it's in past tense, but that's the joke about it. Yeah, yeah. and how funny he said it. It was just <laughs> randomly said. But match day two of the Premier League, it's a... It's weaker than one. You think it's weaker than one? I, I believe so. I think it has some juicy... It's got a couple juicy games in there. I mean, I really like... I think the Arsenal-Lester game is a solid Saturday game. I think that Brentford-Man U game is going to be fun to watch. And then you got Sunday with uh, Chelsea versus Tottenham. So that's... Nottingham have, Forest has their first home game too, so I guess so. And I mean, that's shit. That's a good West Ham. Yeah. yeah. I think, personally, yeah. me, this is a better week than week one. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably just because uh, we were. I was missing, well, we both were missing soccer so much, so week one just feels... Match day. They call it match day, not week, but... Yeah, match day, match day one just felt like, okay, yeah, soccer's back, so I'm pumped. Yeah. And plus, Meshay lived up because you had Fulham being Liverpool, which you didn't expect to happen. No, didn't beat him. Drew. Or Drew, sorry, I apologize. It pretty much felt like a win, though, for them. Exactly, yeah. So that felt really good to start the day off on Saturday. So we're going to get into it. The first, we're going to get into a couple previews of the big games. We'll start off with the Saturday one, the big one at 9 o'clock. Arsenal-Leicester. Leicester needs to come out. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna say I don't make know. Make sure, make sure you say the uh, who the home and away team is too. Arsenal's at home. Leicester's on the road. Okay, right. I, I, here, if I say the first team first, they're at home. The second team's away. Thank you. There Thank you go. For the Americans that don't understand that, <laughs> everyone else understands what I mean by that. But for the Americans, the first team I say is at the home team. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I really think this is gonna be. An easy game for Arsenal. You think it's going to be easy? I think it's going to be very easy. I think Arsenal's about to show their dominance. Yeah? I think this is where they come out and show show everyone that they are a top four contender. And maybe sprinkle in at the beginning of the months a titled contender. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you that they're going to be showing how good they are. However... I think Leicester, after the draw against Brentford last week, they need them points. I had Leicester down anyway um, on our preview. I wasn't expecting much. Brandon Rodgers kind of lost his it's mojo. A, it's a third. Is it the third or fourth year for Brandon? I think it's four. I think it's four because every single time we go through how many years the coach has been there, the COVID year always messes with my brain and shit. So I'm always like, well, does that count? Does it not really count? I mean, they, that counts because they did play the full season. Yeah. But, but I'm going to say this. Every year, Leicester gets worse and worse and worse under Rodgers. Yeah. I think, I th- and that's just how Rodgers. That's, ha- that's kind of his track record just, as a manager. That's his track anyway. record as a manager. Yeah. And I think this is the one year. By the way, they haven't really bought anybody. Mm-hmm. 
So they're kind of the same team. I don't know if... if Are like, they going to sell for, uh, Fofana? Or what is going on with that? Uh, they're asking for a lot for him. I think I think Fofana is going to be gone, so I don't think he will start against Arsenal. You don't think he's going to start by that? He would have been gone by now. I no, think. I think you're going to say... They, Transfer doesn't end until September. Right, but I think he'll play in the Arsenal match. You think he's going to play? He started last game. He started last game, but that was before Chelsea was making the bids. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea's going to readjust their bid once they sell Alonso and they get the Timo Werner money coming in. Mm-hmm. I think they'll add that $10 million. Probably either. They only have three days to do it because the game's Saturday. Saturday. So I think he's going to play in this match. I think they're going to bench him and they're going to start uh, the the Turkish guy. Uh, the guy that played for Sue. Liverpool? No. He's, he's been at Leicester forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sulcic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he'll start over for Fana and they'll just keep the same back line. Why, why do they have to start fucking shitty-ass Johnny Evans, though? Because John, Leicester loves Johnny. He's actually their centerpiece. He holds things together. When he I was, think Soju does. No. When Evans was gone last year and hurt, their defense was shambles. I'm just not a big Johnny Evans man. I think Johnny Evans works for Lesher. They actually, if you want to know, they're questionable mark guys or Mitty on that left hand side. On the left hand side. Yeah, mm-hmm. him and Justin need to figure out their partnership on that mm-hmm. side. And I, I will say, Lesher has a better chance than you probably are giving them because their midfield is really talented. Their midfield is talented. Like, Arsenal, they have one of the best midfields in the Premier League. But Arsenal's midfield's better, getting better, and is. I don't know if it's better than Ndidi and uh, to Tamulis. I wouldn't say it's better, but they have they have better they have guys going up forward. And they, Jaka is, can easily more roam around now because Thomas Party's there to hold down the seat midfield. Yeah, but like, do you really want Jaka going forward? What's he really going to offer unless he? Hits he a plays more like he does his international style now, which is better than what he was doing. Before Where he was the holding midfielder yeah. for he uh, does more. Arsenal. He does more. He holds and he drops back, but he also goes a little bit forward and connects mm-hmm. the back to the front. Um, is Smith Rowe uh, hurt or no, something? No, he just doesn't. So play. He just didn't play last yeah. match. Okay, he might be hurt. He wasn't on the bench either. He, I would have to look it up more, but okay, because that's what I was curious about. Because I was like, damn, they're not started Smith Rowe, but and he he's got so many options. Like Zivchenko doesn't have to start. To, you could bring in Tierney. And in that left side, <coughs> excuse me, then becomes more open with Martinelli and Tierney riding that left side. Mm-hmm. And then you're on the right side, you have Saka. And Gabriel Jesus just, just roams around. So I feel like that back line is going to be in for a whirlwind. Arsenal's defense really impressed me. Oh, yeah. William Sabias was outstanding. Like, Ben White could just do whatever he wanted on that right side. Right side and William Sabias was all over Wilfred Zaha. Anytime he got around Ben White. Yeah. Zaha only made one move, I think, in the last match. I get, got Ben White the card where he came, he came, came to came came receive in the and ball and spun, yeah. spun behind him. But Yeah, he had Zaha was pretty much in the back. Oh, late late in the game, like you kind of saw fitness levels where... Zaha looked good and then he wasn't. I think his fitness wasn't all there right away. But I really liked Sabaya. He looked really good. He was the man of the match last game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, I will say Ramsdale kind of shaky. Don't want him to do shaky things, but I mean, Leicester doesn't really have a goalkeeper. They threw out Ward, Danny Ward from Wales, at me last game. That is, that does suck. That their their goalie is a weak spot for them. Well, their whole defense in general. Yeah, the defense is a weak spot, and I feel like Arsenal is gonna pick that defense apart. Mm-hmm. 
all these points you're making are logical, but there's the other counterpoint where wherever people have expectations for Arsenal, they end up letting you down in a match like this. It happens. We've seen it. This is why it's such a big game for him. Yeah, it's a big game. Because everyone's going to expect them to come out and win the game. The fans at the Emirates are going to be pumped. Like, it'll probably be one of the best atmospheres they've had at the Emirates in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And when the pressure goes up, the Arsenal players over the course of years have kind of not risen to it. So if they could rise I up, think, I this think would Ar- be huge. I think Arteta's got them in that mindset to rise up. I think he's gotten these players to believe in the system, to trust the system, mm. and fortify the system, and bringing in the signings that know the system, like a Zivchenko, like a Jesus, and help them understand it more and believe in it more and go, yo, just trust the system, trust the system, trust the system, to get it to work. And this is their moment. This is their moment to show yep. they are a contender for – I guess the Champions League top four, and I would say a little of the trophy. I wouldn't say they're going to be trophy race, but they'll at the beginning, you know, yeah. be in there. Yeah, anything can happen during a season, so they go on a little bit of run, get hot. There's uh, there's opportunities for them to even be a contender. I had them top four in the pre. Uh, I think we both did. Right? We both had them top four. Yeah. So hmm. the second game on that Saturday. It's eleven thirty prime time. So after first. we did, since we did the preview of it, do you just want to? No, we'll, we'll go in the picks a little bit later. We'll do the picks on we'll it. Go at with the picks, end. Okay. Yeah, we'll picks are at the end. Okay. The second game on that Saturday that we're going to preview is the prime time game no, for us. Sunday. No, the, I'm doing Brentford Man U. Oh, okay. I'm going to throw the Brentford Man U in there just oh. for the debacle that is Man U. Must win match. Nah, it's not a must win match because they're not going to. Oh, fire it's them a must win match. They're not going to fire them. They're not going to sack them. Yeah. But. They have – the pressure will be on him so hard if he loses this game to Brentford. And it's not an easy game. This is not an easy look over game. Going, going at Brentford is tough. It's going to be really tough. And, Brentford, and I think Tony is going to have a field day against the Man U's back line. Harry Maguire and <laughs> he Martinez need, he needs need to, to play be like on England, Harry Maguire. Toes. He needs to play like England, Everybody Harry knows he doesn't play like England, Maguire. It's the funniest thing ever. Everybody in England goes – Oh, but he's really good for England. Yeah, he's so. shit on Man U. Like, he makes 10 mistakes for Man U and makes zero mistakes for England, which is baffling. And, it does. and scores goals for England off a, a uh, set piece. Yes. I don't understand how he changes characters that fast, that quickly, from playing for a club in his nation. Like, I understand you have, pa- you have passion for Man U. You're the captain for Man U. Don't make the dumb mistakes. He tends to do that on a consistent basis. He made the mistake on Danny Welbeck by not looking back and seeing him making a run behind him, getting the first goal. I don't know what it is. Like I feel like he feels the pressure so much at Man U that he just crumbles under it. And I, I will say this. I was wrong about because I've always backed Harry Maguire because I liked the signing when they initially signed him from Leicester. And I was a big Harry Maguire fan then. I still am. I still like Harry Maguire. And I always defend him, but some of the shit that he's done for me and you, it's hard. I can't even defend it anymore because yeah. he's just been so far below the wage that, he, that they spent on him. Yeah. Like they, didn't, they didn't get near enough in return. No, that $80 million, $80 million they got from him, no. And it sucks. Uh, Ronaldo starting this game, or are they going to have him off the bench again? Mm. After they lost, I say they probably 
start him. They start him? Yeah, I think because if they would have won, I could see him coming off the bench again. But since they lost, I think Ronaldo really would have to start this match. Like we talked about in the uh, recap, the locker room could be really fractured if he doesn't start him. And they end up losing this match, too. Also, Bruno Fernandez, you got to show up. We forgot to talk about him on the... Yeah, he needs to go. Well, I've, I've, ne- I've never been a Bruno Fernandez fan. Ever. He's got to show up. I have to see him. I didn't even notice him last game. I remember him... That's probably why we forgot about yeah. him on the post-reaction. Uh, he had one He had one chance, and, and he skied it. Yep. And it was a perfectly played ball to him, and he skied it over the over the net into like the upper deck of fucking Old Trafford. Remember when Man U fans were saying that Bruno Fernandez is one of the best midfielders in the world, all I, that talk I remember, and shit. I, I like, remember on the show, the kickoff, they are they were debating who's better, De Bruyne or Bruno, <laughs> Bruno Fernandez. And I was like, it's De Bruyne all day. And people were actually telling me Bruno Fernandez was better. Scoring goals off of PKs and shit. Like, like he's, by the way. And in the Euros, Portugal benched his ass because he was so bad for Portugal. Like, he's got to show up next game. Him and Rashford and Sancho, all three of those guys have to show up for their attacking. Because if they don't, they're in for, they're in for a ride. I, whenever you get signed to Man U, because a, a lot of kids grow up being a Man U fan. And is it a sense of, what's the right word I'm looking for? Like, I made it so they relax once they get signed to Man U and don't put in the work because... They actually went to the top, one of the top clubs in the world, and then they just don't put the work in. I, th- I think it's the opposite. It should be they don't want to embarrass them. It should be because if you go like if you look at Real Madrid, a lot of their players they show at length. Obviously, Eden Hazard hasn't panned out at Real Madrid. There's a couple that don't pan out, but if you look at Alaba and Vicious Junior and Benzema and Cruz and Modric, and like. Madras, they said, was one of the worst signings in Real Madrid history. He come obviously dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Great signing. Bale had his moments. Benzema is Benzema. Like there's there's things there where you're just like, yeah, when you go to the top tier club like Real Madrid, you shouldn't you, want to embarrass uh, the history of the club yeah. built all after all these years. Like I feel like because Sancho, because just whatever you say, well, Rashford has been in their youth program, so he's not he's not involved in this conversation. But like Sancho. Harry Maguire, um, Luke Shaw, yeah, Luke Shaw, uh, Delot, Fred, Bruno Fernandez, like you know what the crazy thing is? Out of their starting eleven that started last week, Christian Eriksen was their best player, which is wild. And he was a Brentford guy the year before. They brought him back. Yeah, like and everyone loves Christian Eriksen. Oh, Christian but... Eriksen's a great player. But he should I, not. I don't think he's as great as what he was with Tottenham. No, he's, but, he's lost a but couple that's the steps. Thing. But that's the thing. He shouldn't be your best player with Sancho, Rashford, Fernandez, even Ronaldo coming off the bench. Right. He Ronaldo should, had a moment off the bench. Yeah, but he shouldn't be your best player throughout the whole night. No. And Brentford's not an easy team. They got Ben Mee. They're very good at counters. Set pieces could be a huge issue in that match. Huge with the, issue. With the height that they have. Yeah. Uh, I think they could struggle in set pieces against Brentford. Brentford's good at sitting down, taking the pressure, and going forward. And like they just do a lot of things well. And plus, they're really good at home. 
they barely lose at home. They're a very tough team to play mm-hmm. out, play at Brentford. You don't want to play Brentford at home. So I want to say it's the worst match that they could have after a loss at home, but it's like it's up there where that stadium is going to be rocking. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to take Brentford lightly, man. You. But moving on to probably the game of the week, it's on the Sunday. Chelsea versus Tottenham. This is a preview of the season, pretty much, for both teams. You're either going to see Chelsea win, dirty and ugly, or Tottenham just run wreck on them. And, you know, you're a lot more questions than answers for Chelsea. If Chelsea wins this game one nothing, I'm like, all right, I got some answers on how the Chelsea season is going to go. Yeah. Or even, like, 2-0, 3-0. I'll be like, all right, this is, I see where Chelsea's going. But if they lose badly, there's, there's going to be a lot of questions. Yeah, like, we, got, we got our ex-manager, uh, Conte, Antonio Conte, Conte, coming back in. Like, if Chelsea loses bad here, they're going to be, like, hammering transfer windows. Oh, yeah, that'll be the big talk. That'll be the huge talk. They'll be like, how many signings do you need? They need like one, two, three, four, five, six. Just imagine if we don't score a goal. Oh, <laughs> if they don't score a goal, they're going to be like, they need a striker and they need one bad right now. But if you look at it, Chelsea's striker woes have been throughout the year. Like, it's not the first year they've had striker problems. They've had Morata, they've had Werner, they've had Lukaku, they've had Lukaku, they've had Batshuayi. Like, they've had. You forgot Fernando Torres? I. I wasn't going to go that far. They've had multiple strikes. But Fernando Torres, you were, you did great things in uh, Champions League for us. So no matter what, yeah, you won a Champions They've League had strikers, and they've all struggled to score. Yeah. You, just, you know, uh, it's like, like they think. Like, you know what Tuchel said? Uh, Thomas Tuchel said? He said that in the locker room, no one wants to put the number nine shirt on because they think it's cursed. Oh, it's cursed. <laughs> Nobody can wear the nine there. It's so cursed. You haven't that's, had a, that's just wild. You haven't had a really consistent striker since Dr- Drogba no. and Eto. No. And, El and Diego, Diego Costa. Costa. But yeah. that was that one year because he had, Conte, a couple, he had a couple good years. Yeah, but Conte hated him and he went in the mouth. Yeah. Well, Diego Costa, he was dirty. Rugged, but yeah, but that's just that's our last good. Yeah, it was your last quality striker. Quality striker. I still think Lukaku could have been successful. I think the bridge just got burned between him and uh, Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, Thomas Tuchel. That it just didn't pan out. Now we're here nor there. That was just that. And I have a lot of questions on what your back line is going to be. I know Thiago Silva is going to start in Cool Bali. It's that other side. Are you going to start Reese James? Mm-hmm. And that's oh, what oh oh yeah, yeah, at the center bo- center back spot on the right hand side. Yeah, because that right hand side is going to be dangerous. I, Tottenham's wings are a lot better now than what they were. I kind of because Kulusevski will be a menace over there. Kukurelli's probably starting at left back, right? Is or no, gonna, it'll be Chilwell. Is, are we going to start Chilwell at left wing back? I actually. Would put Reese James at the right center back spot here, and then Cucurelli at uh, right wing back. What what would be your dream lineup to defend Tottenham's great great attacking system? Great Uh, Tiago Tiago Silva in the middle, Uh, Koulibaly on the left left side, Reese James Reese James to the right, Chilwell on the left. And I've heard, but I, I haven't seen it with my own eyes because he always played left for Brighton. But I thought Cucurelli could play both sides. 
I only saw him play in the left. Right, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> and you did the lineup where you usually go right to left. I, well, I, I wanted to do the centerpiece and yeah. then after that. Uh, but if I play Reese at... Because I think we need Reese at uh, right center back. I think you need more pace. Right, I, that's why we can't start Aspie. But it's a big game. Yeah, it's a huge so game. So I... I wouldn't mind if they start Aspie anyway because he's been in all the moments. Yeah. And we just play reset right wing back right and wing let back. him uh, try to. And the goal would be try to take advantage of that side with Reese whenever they come forward. But it's going to be tough because Are you going to start your same uh, midfield as Conte and Jorginho? Or are you going to switch it? Because you know Thomas Tuchel does like to switch up his lineup like every game almost it feels like. I don't know if uh, Kovacic is healthy or not. He was on the bench last I'd, I'd rather play him and Conte. But I'd, that's what I'd rather do. Because we need a little bit more pace. Because Jorginho is going to struggle. And if we're playing Jorginho, he needs to pick out those balls. Like he needs to pinpoint them forward to release <coughs> the pressure. So I kind of, I almost. You would say it's a little bit more defensive, but Conte doesn't do a bad job going forward. To, no, he's a pretty right, good. Especially when he's healthy. He's been healthy. Yeah. So. Uh, this might be Tottenham bringing uh, Parisish. I think Parisish might start this game for Tottenham. Uh, On that left side? Yeah, I think he might start that left side. But Sissignon had a really good game last game. Mm. So I don't know if Conte's going to flip him out of that wingback spot. That would be interesting. Uh, Song Kulueski and Kane right now. One of the most dynamic front three you'll you'll see in the game in the Premier League this year. It's gonna but be, uh, Kane doesn't score score goals in August, right? The, but you don't need them when you have Kulovetsky and Son over right behind him, just flying down the wings and cutting inside. I'm not looking forward to seeing Son fucking break uh, on a break and shit against us. Oh God, yeah, that, it, like I'm just already envisioning it. And they even they even start uh, Basoma. Last game either, so he might make a appearance this week too. So like Tottenham has some flipping they can do as well. Uh, I would say you would have to attack Ben Davies' side. Yeah, that would be my side that I would choose. Like if you had to choose a side, I would choose Ben Davies' side. Now, will they start? That's the question. They might also bring in Sanchez or their other new signing they got Orloni from Barcelona when legit Lynette. He never pronounced his name. The French center back from Barcelona. Mm. They got from loan. So he might come in just for the in case of the pace comes in. But I, I wonder if we start because I'm trying to think of who we're going to start up top if it's going to be the same crew. I think Kai, I think you're going to start Kai Havertz, Sterling, and Mel. Mel. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at it, you don't really have a front anymore. You, it would be Pulisic because the only Pulisic, one that, Maybe uh, Gallagher would start, but that's just it. That'd be that'd be wild if we started Gallagher in a big match like this. That has it, but maybe to, uh, Thomas Tuchel. He does do a lot of changes from game to game. That's one of his things he does. Like he matches up with the squad, like who he plays. And I think he does it because he wants everybody fresh and like all those things. So I, it'll be interesting to see how he does his lineup for this game. Mendy, I, Mendy we need you to show up big. I know, I know this is going to be a very stressful game for you because I think Tottenham is really good. Uh, you could, like, just talking about it already. Oh, it's very stressful. 
it's going to be a very exciting game. And plus, I think you're going to learn a lot about both teams in this game mm-hmm. to where you could say, all right, Chelsea is in the top four team. I know, because I didn't have us finish You don't have them. I do. All right. But I'm like, all right, this game right here, you're going to find out they're a top four t- contender or they're not a top four contender just based off this game. And I think Tottenham, even if they lose the game, there is a chance they're still a top four team because Conte is that good. But you'll see how well they do, though. Mm. Uh, we need uh, we need our stadium not to be the uh, so-called library that away fans call it. We need Stamford Bridge to... Oh, Stamford Bridge needs to be rocking. We need all the help we could get. Because I, I wonder, who's favored in Vegas? Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming we're probably favored. Let's look that up. Because we're, we're at home. It might be Tottenham, though. I would there's no nah, they're probably plus money because we're at home. You know they value the home team so much. They on do that. value the home teams. So I would, if betting wise, I would say like, excuse me, sorry. Even as a Chelsea fan, laying laying the number, laying the money line on Tottenham is probably a good bet. Let me see, having to pull it up. I know we should have should have done this before. But. Probably should have, but it happens. Oh my goodness gracious. This is terrible. You have the odds already? I do not. Well, I have it. Alright, what are the odds? So we're favored. We're plus 127. Plus 127? And what's Tottenham? Plus 218. Oh. What's the uh, spread? Uh, half it's half, half a goal. Yeah, but what's the number? And then he plus uh, plus one twenty one for Chelsea and minus one fifty four mm-hmm. for Tottenham. Yeah. So I guess if you were just gonna, yeah, I, think, I would say Tottenham would yeah, be the play. Yeah, if you if you want to bet Tottenham to win, draw is not a bad number too at plus two forty. Plus two forty. Yeah. If you want, uh, if you want, if you think Tottenham's gonna win, just bet bet the money line on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is sneaky. I would do. Uh, this is a sneaky one. For the double up in that game, I would do Tottenham plus 218 and over two and a half goals. Because I think it might be 3-1 if you believe that way. But that's I think that if you want to combo the, that game, that's a good combo right there. Yeah. But. Yeah, uh, fucking Sunday is going to be it's going to be awful. Oh, you're going to be nerve wracking. Yeah, I'm going to be cursing at the screen on every little foul. I, hopefully we... There are no good refs in the Premier League, for, to me anyway, because any ref I see, I just remember an incident that he's done against us in the past, so I always think everyone's against us, even though I'm sure every fan of a club is the same way. So. So, all right. You ready to get in some picks? Yeah, we did the previews of the big game, so. Yeah. All right, it's time to get in the picks. I am 6-4 and four after match day one. You yeah. are 5-5 five and five after match day one. One game back. One game back. I was I fucking... That man, you one pisses me off because I had a draw instead. I should, I should, I think I should get a point for that for no, picture draw. This is how, not how it works. BS. All right. So the first game of the week is going to be Aston Villa, Everton. Aston Villa is at home, of course, going against Everton. Oh, we get Stevie Gerrard versus Stevie Stevie G versus Super Frank, Frank Lampard. Oh wow! And. That's the that's awesome. It's a it's an awesome 
players, player management moment. I don't know how good both managers are. I mean, CVG did win the Scottish Premier League, so I can't say he's not a champion. Right. He is a champion now, by the way. I mean, he was a, I guess he was a Champions League champion, but never Premier League champion. Did he win Champions League? Yeah, he did. Istanbul. Miracle at Istanbul. Mm. Against AC, AC Milan. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Good call. I'm going to go with Steve G wins this one and Aston Villa gets off the snide and wins this match. Uh, I just don't think Everton's good. I think they had a good showing uh, They had a good showing uh, last week because they were at home. That's just the home thing. They are still a bad team. They only have like maybe two players. Their back line's decimated. Oh, yeah, with all the injuries that happened. They okay. have a crap load of injuries. They did sign Cody from Wolves just now. Or this week because they had the panic. I guess they were going to sign him anyways, probably. But they had to sign the center back because they have so many. In. They had just had two injuries happen. So yeah. I'm going to go with for that reason, Aston Villa. I'll go with the draw just because I can never pick. Just on the principle as a Chelsea fan, so this has nothing to do with either teams. This just goes back to. Whenever people would say that fucking Steven Gerrard was a better midfielder than Frank Lampard, where I don't even think it's that close. So, on principle of that, and fuck Liverpool fans, go draw. All right. Uh, this is Aston Villa and Everton. That has nothing to do with the Chelsea or Liverpool thing. Just because they played there, it's two completely different teams. That was a random thing, but all right. We have the next game, Wolves versus Fulham. These are the 9 o'clock games now. Mm. Well, 9 o'clock in Texas. It would be... Yeah. Yeah. So, you want me to go first on yeah, this one? Yeah, you go first. Hey. I thought Wolves was really going to have a down year again. They did lose last week to Leeds. They're at home. Fulham... I'll, I'll go Fulham to win. Fulham to win? Yeah, just because I really liked how they played against Liverpool. I don't know if they'll be able to keep that energy up throughout the season. And they have the, well, one of the best strikers in the Premier League right now. He's at, Well, doesn't he have the lead for the Golden Boot? No, he no he's tied he's with tied. Holland. He's, he's tied. tied with Aaron Mr. Holland. But he's tied? That's a big thing. I think he'll score a goal at least. I don't know. Well, they're in disarray. Uh, I think Wolves had a good, sh- more, better showing than I thought they were going to have. I don't, but I never thought Leeds is that good. But I don't think I think Fulham has a downward moment. I think they played so high up for that Liverpool game, yeah, that they're gonna have a, uh, I guess what it would be, a hangover. There we go. Mm-hmm. Pop to my mind a hangover after that. And for that, I'm going Wolves. Yeah, it's like I love picking road teams. Apparently, I just love picking road teams. I mean, it's not a bad shout, but I just think I think the they're gonna have a hangover after the Liverpool game, mm-hmm. and they won't be able to get up for this road game against Wolves. Yeah, we have Southampton versus Leeds United. Southampton is so bad. And for that reason, I'm going Leeds. They're so bad. I don't think Southampton is good, and I actually. Can I flip one of my rele- can I flip no, pull them out of my relegation zone and put Southampton in there? I wish I, I could just too. forgot about them so bad that when we brought it up in the match in the game pick, I was like, "Oh, they're horrible." Remember that discussion we had? Uh, I think it was. I want to say it was last year. We were like, "What the hell happened in Southampton's youth system?" They would bring you always bring it up. You well, brought it up last I, year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the hell happened to it, man? Well, it just doesn't work for them right now. 
So I, I don't think they're good. I think they're really bad. Yeah, I agree. I think they're worse than Everton, and I know I had Everton finishing dead last, but I for that just for that reason, I have Leeds winning this game. Give me a draw. Man, you love draws. Going into the like when I was looking at the games, I was like, I'm probably gonna have a lot of draws this week. And it's working out that way. Alright. This is the next game. Manchester City versus Bournemouth. I have City. How many goals are you guys gonna win by? Uh sometimes Bournemouth plays us good. Plays us pretty well. I, I wouldn't say that. Big uh by the way, big ups for Bournemouth winning last week, too. I called that, yeah, by the way. Yeah. I even called the score. I said 2-1. No, they won 2-0. Oh, 2-0. I did say 2-0. My bad. Apologies. I said 2-0. Uh, I do like Bournemouth. They are one of my smaller clubs that I do like, but I don't think they're going to win this game. I think we win 4-0. Uh, Alvarez scores. Uh, Calvin Phillips probably starts. And Holland scores. Yeah, it's pretty much how it's going to be domination. So, like, probably three or four now. Yeah. All right. And then we have one of the games we did preview. Arsenal-Leicester. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Arsenal winning in a blowout. Okay. I'm even going to give you guys a score. I have it three now. I have a draw. Oh, my gosh. Arsenal has to show me a big match before I can pick them. Jesus Christ. You win these draws. Hey, I like I like Lesher's midfield. And I think they could do th- some things in that game. All right. And I think... I, I'm not high on Lesher this year. I actually think... I'm, I'm not either. I, cause, and I have... Ar- I just want Arsenal to show it, show it before I can pick them in Pick a, them in the game? Yeah. Uh, at home when they have expectations. And Lesher's not that great, so they should. But they, let, they have letdowns a lot. Yeah, they do have letdowns. So... I'm just going going off of recent history. So, I'm hoping they... Well, shit. I shouldn't be hoping Arsenal wins because fucking... They're not really a rival, though. They used to be. I mean, there is a London derby for Chelsea. Yeah, you know? they used to be. But it's still and a they, And they derby. own us. Arsenal they, they owns own, us. Yes, they own Chelsea. Like, they like, own Chelsea. We, we, we never beat Arsenal. So, it's. I still think it's a rivalry. It is a London derby. Yeah, so. yeah. Of course, it's a, of course, it's a rivalry. But it's like... They're not on the level that... We are for the past, like, five, six years. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, a sneaky good game. This is a very sneaky good game. There's a good middle-of-the-pack game here. Brighton versus Newcastle. Oh. See, this is a sneaky yeah, good that's game. A, that that should have been actually a preview game. It's a sneaky good mid- middle-of-the-pack game here. That should have been a preview game. I think this game is going to be really good, but this is my one draw for the week. Oh, you're going to draw? I have a draw. Okay. This is my only draw. I'm only, I think I'm only going to be allowed to do one draw per week <laughs> in my mind. And this is my draw. Because I think this game could end up being like 2-2 and really exciting. Like, I might watch more of this game than the Arsenal game just for the fact that I think Arsenal is going to blow Leicester out. Mm-hmm. And I could watch this game because it's going to be entertaining. Mm. I have Brighton. Of course you do. You are a Newcastle denier. Yes. I love uh, Brighton has one of the best goalkeepers in Premier League. He was a little shaky uh, for that goal against uh, Man U there. He was a little shaky. I believe in him. You believe in Sanchez? Yes. So, that's kind of why I'm leaning that way. But. All right. 
You get a little bright and love. I think it's a draw. It's going to be a great matchup, by the way. I think this is a great middle-of-the-pack matchup. I know. Like, now that you told me that matches on, like, that should have been in the preview. That's a that's a producer mistake. I mean. You got to give the clubs love like that. I, we are giving them love. I just said this. One of the best matchups. It's a great middle-of-the-pack matchup. Jesus. It's a great middle-of-the-pack matchup. One of them could finish, like, five or six. They could go to Euro. So it could be a Euro matchup. It could possibly like, be. But I think it's a draw. It'll be fun. It's going to be one of the more entertaining games of the weekend. Mm. Next game up is the primetime game for us, 1130. Or is it 1030? No, it's 1130. Is it 1130? Yeah, 1130 Saturdays, 1030, 1030 Sundays. Sundays. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be Brentford versus Man U. You want me to go first or you go first? You go first. I still think Man U does not get off the snide. I think they lose this game. I'm going Brentford. Going Brentford? Going Brentford. Going Man U. Going Man U. They get yeah. off? Yeah. There's so much negativity going around. I think they find a way to pull it pull it out. I think there's negativity going on. It's like, uh, remember last year, Arsenal, when they kept losing games at the beginning of the year? Mm-hmm. And then they finally turned on, like, the I want to say the midway point in the first half. I think that's where Man U's going. I think he's going to have to fucking fire, put a fire under the ass. And pulls out his car. Excuse me. Yeah. And you can see my, my nose. I apologize, guys. Phil, don't say that on well, the podcast. Well, I had to say why I couldn't talk at that moment. <laughs> Jesus, it, it came out of nowhere. Man U's gonna he's going to have to put a fire under their ass, pretty much, and get them going. Because no one on their team, obviously, is doing it. So, hmm. the manager's going to have to do it. And I just think Brentford's on, they're all in sync on what to do, how to play, and where to go. And Man U is not right now. So, that is why I'm going Brentford. I just can't imagine Man, Man U having zero points in the first two matches. First two matches? I understand that. that. It's tough to and I, I don't want to get criticized for doing too many draws too so I was like well shit let me make a stance and I'll just go man you I was thinking that we, I was thought you were going to do a draw anyways that's how much I believe this draw was coming I was about to type it about to pencil it in for a draw we hit up the uh, Sunday matchups Nottingham Forest's home opener going against West Ham God why does it have to be West Ham uh, I'm going to go West Ham. I think they have a better showing than what they did against Manchester City last week at home. I think West Ham will play better in Nottingham Forest. I didn't like what I saw against Newcastle. I need to see better performance out of, out of Forest this week. Yeah. Uh, it's first home, home game in the Premier League in how many years? Oh, it's been a what, long time. 80s? Maybe 80s. Maybe 22 years. No, they weren't in there in 2000, I don't think. But I'm not sure. For that reason, and that reason alone, I'm going to give them a win. Man, you, that's two two weeks in a row you picked them to win, by the way. I know. So if they let me down, they'll be, uh, you know. But I'll go with them because atmosphere should be great. And I'm hoping. I'm hoping for you not to have for us. Come on. I've been wanting you in the Premier League forever. So I'm glad you're here, and I hope you stay around. So let's get this dub. And West Ham is David Moyes is uh, kind of in that little 
in that mode where he sucks. At, he's kind of like Brandon Rogers. Then Morris has the, that. The weird... longer the longer he's at a club. Yeah, but at, I think they sprinkle in more freshness. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be okay. And by the way, for your information, uh, for your thought, they were in the last time they were in top flight was ninety eight, ninety nine. So ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. So, that had to get that out there. Thank you. And the game of Sunday, Chelsea-Tottenham. I'll go first. For me, and my prediction of where I had these teams at, I am going Chelsea. Because I had them in my top four. If I believe they were going to be a top four team, I have to believe they're going to be Tottenham. So, for that reason, that reason alone... And it's match day two. It's still fresh. Mm. But it's a big game already for both teams. I'm going Chelsea. Jesus, man. We're going to be opposite. Tottenham. You going Tottenham? Fucking gritted my teeth saying it. But I just, from what I saw, how we played against uh, Everton last week, give away too many like we give up too many chances on the back end in that Everton game not squared away there's a lot of things going on bringing people in and out I'm hoping come on prove me wrong please prove me wrong but could I counteract that I think whole Const- statement you were saying there you be, you haven't beat Everton in forever at, at Goodison Park yeah it was five, five uh, first time in five matches right I believe it was five years yeah, five matches then. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, they Everton is a really good home team. They play really well at home. They play up at home. I think you're at home now. The crowd's going to be behind you. The support's there. And plus, I picked you to be in the top four, so I'm going to put have to believe that you guys are going to win this game. Thank you for that in- inspirational speech, but I I feel like you didn't even really believe it when oh, I believe it. it. I'm I'm believing it, and hopefully somebody in England believes it, listens to this, and believes in it, and they tell their they tell Chelsea players that hey, there's people in America that do believe in us, believe in wins. Raheem Sterling, flop in the box. Do not flop in the box. <laughs> I saw enough of that at Man City. Do not flop in the box. It was very bad. It was annoying when you were at Manchester City, and I got annoyed at the end of the when at when you left. And I was like. I love you. You're a great player. You did great things for us. Please stop flopping in the box. Why do you keep flopping in the box? Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, Tottenham, I think Tottenham's really good. And Conte's a really great manager. We're fine ourselves, but I need to need to see more. I'm down on us this year, obviously. And I'll keep my expectations low. And if I'm pleasantly surprised, it'll be fine. But that's going to do it for... Well, the match day, this was episode two. We appreciate you guys listening to this, and yeah. we'll see you on the other side. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Peace.